Welcome to the Rising Star Project. I'm Angel Quintana, the founder of Holistic Fashionista, and I'm beyond excited to introduce to you amazing lightworkers and soulpreneurs around the world who are improving the way we live, one holistic modality at a time. But like any entrepreneurial spirit, they have questions, need guidance, and desire more clarity around their higher calling, their offerings, next projects, and vulnerabilities, so they may touch those who are meant to hear their message. And that is why we are here today. What you're listening to are the business mentoring sessions I'm providing for these exceptional people, using their astrological birth chart to shine a bright light on what planets are influencing their chosen life path and which signs have the greatest influence on their work. You'll also hear what's holding them back from achieving their deepest desires, along with aha moments that remind us how incredible breakthroughs can be. Due to the nature of these sessions, I kindly ask that you share your gratitude by sharing this podcast with others. By sharing these sessions, you not only will enrich others' lives, but you will also support the work of a light worker, a kind soul who's made it their life's work to serve others from their highest self. It is my hope and intention that by experiencing their mentoring session, you will be able to answer some of your own questions around what you've been called to do and what movement you're here to lead. From productivity to self-care rituals to marketing and leadership, each session is personal in its content and inspirational as we use the stars, the moon, and the planets to unlock the hidden treasures of being holistic leaders of tomorrow. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to the Rising Star Project. My name is Angel Quintana. I'm the founder of Holistic Fashionista Magazine and Botanica. We have a fabulous guest today. Her name is Karen and we will be using her astrological birth chart to answer some of her biggest questions in business. So I want to welcome you to the podcast, Karen. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much for having me. Awesome. So uh, I, I think this is our first time ever chatting. Is that right? Yes. Okay, cool. So I want to take a moment to get to know you. I want our listeners to get to know you. Uh, what, is it that, what is it that you're up to in the world? Well, I'm a copywriter um, right now. I have my own business. I started out in-house, and right now I have my own business that I launched about a year ago, um, copywriting and online content strategy. And I'm kind of just wondering if this is the direction that I should keep going. There are a lot of things I really love about it, but um, I'm not sure the flow is really there with the business that I would like. And it seems like there might be other things out there for me. I'm just feeling a little conflicted at the moment. Okay. So is there specific things that you might have an idea of what that direction could be? Well, it's kind of vague. I feel like I want to do something more creative. Um, copywriters kind of, you know, we get put into the, the creative professionals group, but I don't feel like it's as cre creative as I would like. Um, I absolutely love Oracle cards and I've been wanting to get into creating my own Oracle cards, um, a book and the art and um, maybe even offer readings for people, which is pretty divergent from what I'm doing now. And I've just not really been sure where to focus my energies. 
Okay. Well, then we'll just kind of keep it general, but at least we've got some direction of um, some interests, other interests that you have outside of copywriting, because obviously, uh, you know, copywriting is um, is a career, but it's not necessarily a higher calling. So you'll be able to utilize that skill in a higher calling, but let's see if we can kind of get to the bottom of, you know, what that next stage is for you. Sure. Sounds good. Okay, good. So we're going to start with the, the main three planets. So the sun and the moon are considered planets uh, in astrology. And mm-hmm. as you probably already know, you have your sun in the sign of Aquarius. Mm-hmm. You have your rising sign uh, is Leo. And your moon sign is Cancer. So this is a nice balance there. You've got some air, you've got some fire, and you've got some water. So let's go ahead and start with the sun sign. This is basically, you know, when people read their horoscope, they read their sun sign, um, sometimes also referred to as a star sign. Uh, but it's basically how you see yourself. And uh, in this case, you have it in the sign of Aquarius, which I think is kind of awesome because Aquariuses are the visionaries of the world. So it's mm-hmm. no wonder that you're questioning, you know, is this my path? Like, I feel like I'm meant for something bigger, something different, something maybe a little bit more avant-garde. Um, Aquariuses tend to be um, very social. They're very, um, they're deep thinkers. Um, they think outside the lines. They um, want to push the envelope. Mm-hmm. Um, they're the type of people that, you know, I kind of use the joke of, you know, Aquariuses are, she's the girl in high school that has the purple hair and the nose ring. Like, she's just like, <laughs> she yeah, goes, that was what? me. It was? Okay. That was literally me. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Okay. So that's basically how you see yourself. So the way that I look at the sun sign is a little bit different, especially when we're looking at a higher calling. And I like to think of it as your secret sauce. So it's not necessarily how other people see you, but it's how you see yourself, but it's actually the thing that you're going to sprinkle on everything that you do. So think about it this way. Like even if you we're going to end up going and doing this, you know, Oracle readings uh, for your higher calling and kind of let that lead you where it will. Uh, You're going to have your own special way of doing that. That's where that sprinkling of that secret sauce would come into play. Um, It could also be the way that you brand yourself. It could also be the way the language that you use, something that's going to differentiate yourself. So your sunshine is going to be really important in this reading. So I just kind of want to like plug that in the back of your mind and just know that she's always sitting there hanging out. And anytime, you know, something, something starts to develop, she wants to be included in the party. So just know that we're going to need to sprinkle that Aquarian energy on everything that you do. Mm-hmm. Okay. So your rising sign is in the sign of Leo. So this is actually how people see you. They don't see you as Aquarius. They see you as Leo. So Leo is a fire sign. This is the lion. This is the, um, I like to think of Leo as because Leo is ruled by the sun, they bring warmth to other people's lives. They bring adoration where, you know, somebody is uh, lacking self-esteem. They bring um, charisma and laughter and um, uh, social ability. They bring a presence to them. They have a very strong character, a very magnetic character, a very fire-driven. So anybody that's like seeking warmth, they're going to be drawn to you. So this is going to become really important because this is actually the problem that you're here to solve. So the reason that people are seeing you as a Leo is because it's part of them that they want more of. They want to feel the warmth. 
but they're not feeling it currently. Or they want to feel more charismatic or outgoing, but they just don't know, quite, can't quite get there. Um, they want to get in the spotlight, but it really scares the crap out of them. So when they look at you, they're seeing someone that has that frequency. They, they're seeing a part of themselves that they wish they had more of. Hmm. Interesting. Okay, so we're going to basically take the rising sign, you know, and if you turn up the dial, so to speak, like literally just like crank the volume up on Leo, the type of people that are going to be attracted to you are the people that I refer to as your kismet client. These are the people that you're truly on an a, a energetic level, supposed to serve on a karmic level, which we're going to talk about, um, who are going to help you're going to help them work through their, some of their karmic debt, but they're going to actually help you work through some of yours. So we'll get to that a little bit later in the reading. Hmm. Okay. Okay. So your moon is your emotions. Okay. So this is your inner world. And this is really important, especially when we're talking about a higher calling and building a business around that is that if we don't have our moon, um, you know, in harmony, like really feeling like our emotions are in check, that we feel motivated, that we feel creative. Anytime you feel a block or you feel, um, you, know, oh, you know, upset or impatient um, or pity party or whatever that, you know, downside of, of being human, whenever that shows up, what that really is telling you is that your emotions, your moon um, is not in harmony. And it needs a little TLC. So in this case, you have it in the side of cancer. So cancer is naturally ruled by the moon. So it's actually like double moon, okay? So this is like, you're going to find times when you're like really sad, mm -hmm. um, really emotional, and really want to crawl in your crab shell and hibernate. Do you ever find yourself like that? Oh, yeah, totally. So, and it's kind of tricky because it's like, because it's naturally ruled by the moon and you have your moon in cancer, it's like, it, it's intensified. Mm -hmm. So what we got to do is we got to be mindful that cancer, um, because she's the mother of the Zodiac, this is important. Okay. She's the mother of the Zodiac. That means that she tends to extend herself to be, um, that nurturing soul to other people. But what happens is, is that when she uh, doesn't create boundaries, she ends up, um, after a certain amount of time goes by, she ends up feeling very drained. So yep. her, her, her cup becomes half empty. Yep. <laughs> right? And that's when she crawls into the shell. Now, the problem, this is huge because when we're talking about a business, we can't lose momentum. So when we find ourselves crawling back in the crab shell, usually the crab will hide out for a quite a long period of time. But the problem with that is that when we're building a business, we can't go and hibernate like that. Like we'll lose the momentum and then we'll have to start from scratch. Mm -hmm. So we have to be very, very mindful and very conscientious that cancer is truly taken care of. Meaning that just because she's the mama bear doesn't mean that she um, can always be of service to everybody else. She's got to be of her to service to herself first before she goes and gives and gives and gives. Resonating? Yes, totally resonating. I'm taking copious notes right now. <laughs> okay, so good. So yeah, if you ever have any questions or need me to slow down, what have you, I'm just kind of like go through the planets and like I'll pause. And if you have other things you want to add in, just let me know. So of those three planets so far, do you feel 
you know, sun in Aquarius, rising sign in Leo, and the moon in Cancer. Did, are they all making sense? Oh, yeah, totally. Okay, cool. Okay, so now Saturn is in Leo. So Saturn is, he's the father of the Zodiac. So Cancer's the mother. Saturn is the father. So you can kind of uh, anticipate here that, you know, this is going to be where discipline comes into play. And, you know, Saturn just has a tendency to kind of be a thorn in our side. So anytime that, you know, the money's not showing up or we feel scattered or we don't feel organized or we don't feel like we have a plan, it's because there's our sign that is, uh, that Saturn is ruling. There's some kind of disconnect. So in this case, you have it in the sign of Leo, which I think is a pretty harmonious um, planetary aspect because Leo is really creative, really entrepreneurial. Uh, like I said, you've got your ascendant, your rising sign in the sign of Leo. So charisma, um, he, has a, he just has a warmth that people want to be around. He's the sun. He's the ray of sunshine. So in this case, um, because Saturn wants to see a game plan, well, Leo is very organized and very creative and very entrepreneurial. So Saturn and him is just like, imagine them, you know, going on a coffee date and hanging out for the day. They would be having a blast. Like Leo would be so charismatic and having fun. Saturn would be serious and trying to make sure that they create the business plan. Um, but they would have a really exciting day, you know, uh, over lunch, really figuring out what this plan is. So the, the, the concept here is really that we need to utilize Leo's gift in creativity, which is interesting because the one thing that you mentioned when we first started this is like, I don't think my creativity is used as much. So mm -hmm. the thing is, Saturn is the planet that's going to bring you money, opportunities, and other people that are going to support you in your vision. So Leo's job is to truly, you know, turn up the magnetism and uh, use his creativity in order to uh, make money, to uh, bring about those collaborations, bring about those opportunities that are going to take him to the next level. Awesome. Yep. So I, w I don't see any problems there. Um, the only thing, like some shadows of Leo to kind of watch out for is like sometimes they can be a little arrogant. They get really like, you know, excited about their ideas or very passionate, but sometimes um, they could be short-sighted. They might not, um, you know, it's like the lion, like kind of like the tail between the legs, like, okay, okay. You know, it's like they get a little embarrassed when, you know, uh, things don't go out quite as planned. So just an opportunity for you to um, you know, keep your eyes and ears open, um, be open-minded to new ideas, um, never pigeonhole yourself, um, and, you know, and just kind of check, check your ego from time to time. Because Leo is ruled by the sun, the sun is the self. So anything that goes after the word self, self-love, self-worth, selfless, um, those are the things to kind of watch out for with Leo. Okay. Okay. So now let's get into the, uh, the north node and the south node. So these are the moon nodes, okay? So north node is in Libra, south node is in Aries. Okay, so another fire sign here. So we see quite some fire. Let me make sure, let me see how much fire you have going on in this chart. One, two. Okay, not, not a crazy amount. It just seems like the, some of the real important, pertinent uh, planets that we're looking at have a lot of fire. Okay, so yeah, your I south- mainly air and water. Yeah, because I don't see- and well, you have a lot of um, Earth actually because you have one, two, three, three planets in Capricorn, three planets in Taurus, and one in Virgo. So it's a lot of Earth. 
Interesting. Okay. Grounded. Okay. So your south node, this is your natural gift. Okay. So if you're not currently using Aries, which we'll talk about in a second, um, this is what we need to turn up immediately because it's just something you're born with. It's just like some people you know, are very gifted singers. You know, it's like they could, some people could practice and practice and practice, but they'll never sing as good as Whitney Houston or whatever. But some people are just born with it. And that's kind of the concept of the South Node. So Aries. Aries, similar to Aquarius in the regard that they've got really interesting ideas. Um, big, and Aries has big ideas, very much a leader, very ambitious. Um, but the thing about Aries is because they're the first sign of the zodiac, they're a little bit infantile in the execution of those big ideas. Mm. So while you could, every, I mean, you could probably wake up every day and have some amazing idea, but then you'll find yourself stuck because you're like, well, how do I move this forward? Mm -hmm. Right? So like all that fire. So what's going to happen is, you know, Aries is ruled by uh, Mars. So Aries gets a little ticked off. It's like, oh, why is this not happening? Like, oh, I don't have the people to support me. Like, it's because Aries just doesn't have you know, the planning skills of Saturn or the planning skills of Virgo, it's, it's got fire. But the thing that Aries is gifted at, it's gifted at getting people excited and passionate about their ideas. So this is kind of like, think about Aries in like, like they're, they know how to get your, the ideas to spread like wildfire. They're not necessarily the ones that know the mechanics of how to keep the fire going, but they know how to bring people in, get them excited and kind of like, you know, take them on their way. But we're going to need some other planets in order to make sure that there is structure and organization to make sure that the longevity of that idea uh, lives on. Okay. 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 So the North node in the sign of Libra. Okay. So this is your challenge. So if you're really looking to um, find your higher calling, build that business around what it is, we're here to look at Libra. Um, Libra is the challenge here. So it's interesting because Libra is, uh, she's ruled by Venus. Um, that's the, you know, the, the planet of love, uh, beauty, uh, balance, harmony. Mm -hmm. So there's going to be, and I can kind of see the moon and cancer where there could be some, um, maybe this is where some of the cancer energy gets a little off kilter here is that your challenge is the balance is really like, well, have I set enough boundaries? Do I have a game plan? Um, am I honoring my own beauty? Am I seeing the beauty in others? So there's going to be that, that Libran um, challenge here. And the shadows of Libra are, are not that great. So it's like they have a hard time making the decisions. Mm. So it's kind of like if you don't commit to something, nothing's ever going to happen. She's mm. just going to keep going, oh, idea, and then to the next one. Oh, great idea. It's kind of scary. It's like it has these big ideas and is great at being the, the, the uh, what do you call it, the, um, the star of the movie. And Libra's great at being the best supporting actress, but like, it's like they both don't get anything done. They both have all these ideas, but I mean, luckily you have all that earth 
to balance these out, but really making the decision, whether that's to have a team behind you, whether that's to have a partnership, whether that's, um, you know, to uh, find a mentor, somebody that's going to help you commit to the plan. That's going to be the biggest challenge for Libra is getting that indecisive nature that Libra has to propel her forward so that she can create that balance and harmony that is truly where she's gifted. Makes total sense. Because that is where I've been struggling. Once I make up my mind, nothing can stop me. But <laughs> it's getting there that is always my challenge, where to focus. Yeah. And just know that, you know, with every decision, it's kind of like, there's no such thing as a wrong decision. You know, like everything is going to lead us to, to our destiny. It's just how many twists and turns are we going to take to get there. So the longer we take to commit to something, um, even if it's the thing that's going to, it's a longer road, it's still like a commitment. It's still a lesson. It's still part of the journey. Um, and there's really no, there's no right or wrong. And so that's when I think Libra needs to um, understand that it's not about making the wrong decision. It's about committing to something. And mostly that needs to be committing to the mission. Um, you know, whether you take twists and turns of how you develop that mission and get it to the world, that's one thing. But the sooner that you can commit to the mission of why, you know, why do you want to do these Oracle readings? Why do you want to be of service to other people? Once you can answer that question, all the other commitments that you may don't make are going to be in to that goal, which is that mission. Mm hmm Okay, so the last thing I want to talk to you about is your kismet line. This is going to hopefully wrap this whole thing up with a bow, um, give you, hopefully give you the game plan, and just hopefully give you clarity around what that mission could be. What are these big ideas that Aquarius and Aries are brewing up? You know, what is going to satisfy Leo? Because Leo is going to get real bored real fast if it's not awesome, you know, if it's not creative, if it doesn't harness his gifts of the spot. So you have your house in the science answer. Now, your 12th house is your karmic debts. It's your limiting beliefs. It's your subconscious mind. So when we came to this planet, we came here with a mission. We came here um, with a soul contract. We came here to, to do awesome things in the world. And um, we came here also with a spiritual... Um, challenges, things that we need to work through and evolve in order for our spirit, uh, our spirit to evolve or our soul to evolve. So when we're looking at the 12th house, what we're really looking at are what are these debts? What are these challenges? What are these things that we came to work through? And it's interesting because it's showing up, you know, as the same as your moon. So your moon is in cancer, which we kind of already had an aha moment there. But your 12th house is also in cancer. That really tells me that not only are you the mama bear of, you know, this higher calling, but your kismet client is also one of this, those kinds of people that overextend themselves, mm -hmm. who make it all about their family or make it all about other people until they feel so drained, probably to the point of exhaustion and fatigue, that they have to go hibernate or they have to check out for a while. So what we're really seeing here is we're seeing a mirror. You're a mirror 
for your kismet client and they are a mirror for you. Now, the way that we work together synergistically is when you are of service to this Cancerian um, archetype, if you will, you're working through your own um, blocks around boundaries, around um, you know being of service and being nurturing and being of uh, selfless services to other people, um, but doing it in a way that it fills your cup, not takes from it. Mm-hmm. So when you like, I always give this example because a lot of people are like, okay, well, how do I keep my moon happy? You know, how do I, you know? Um, so it's the same thing with the twelfth house in Cancer because it's ruled by the moon. Is um, you are of service to your kismet client. And the way that you know that they're not your kismet client is because they take from your cup instead of filling it. Oh, yeah. I was just going to say mm. that. I'm going to say because they drain me. <laughs> yep. So I've you had clients just like that. And you, it's, like you, it's like you know better before you even take them on. You're like, I don't think this is my person, you know? Yeah. So what happens is, is that when you actually work with your kismet client, you start to, the boundaries start to create, you start to create boundaries subconsciously. You're like, oh, well, naturally, like I love this person and I love, they're helping me, but the boundaries are, they're they're mutual, they're respectful. So when you find yourself working with this, um, with this client, the parts of yourself that need healing will start to heal. So all of the, you know, hibernating, all that stuff, you won't have that desire as often as you would if you're working with your kismet client. You'll actually have created such great boundaries that you're excited to extend your service. You're excited to extend that invitation to the dinner party or whatever it ends up being because you know that your cup actually gets more full when you are working with them. Yes. So think about it this way. We're going to kind of like wrap this whole thing up. Your kismic client is an, the archetype of cancer. That means that they are also the members of the zodiac. So in their own lives, whether it's, you know, metaphorically a mother or they actually are moms to children um, or they're just someone that's always giving, giving, giving and nurturing and nurturing and nurturing everybody else. So take that metaphor where you will. But the, but the problem is that see you, Theo. So what they're really looking for to have solved for them is the sun. They want to feel the warmth of Leo. They want to feel creative like Leo. They want to feel maybe entrepreneurial like Leo. They want to feel charismatic and alive and passionate and self-love and all that, those self-words. So Leo becomes a mirror to this cancer archetype of where she's lacking. She sees you as Leo because she wants more of that for herself because she feels emotional. She feels like maybe there's a black cloud on her and Leo is there to remind her, no, there is the sun and it's time for us to, you know, bring the sun back into your life so that you don't feel the need to crawl back in your shell. Wow, that's powerful. And you could also do this. Cancer has to do with community. You could also, also to work through your karmic debt and to be of service to your kismet client, create a community. Be the mama bear of that community. Spread that Leo light and sunshine on that community. 
and then sprinkle all of that, that avant-garde, maybe it's branding, maybe it's purple hair, whatever, sprinkle that Aquarian energy everywhere throughout the process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's going to, Leo is going to be really, really important for cancer in this case. It's really about you showing up as that positive, vibrant, sunny, warm, creative, um, um, lion, lioness, you know, like is courageous and doesn't mind the spotlight and speaks her mind and does it in a way that makes other people feel loved. I love it. Makes total sense. So I want to make sure, you know, do you have any questions for me before we kind of, you know, wrap this up and make sure that you've got had your aha moments and you have a game plan? I don't think I have questions. I just, you've, you've got the wheels turning in my brain in a thousand directions. So <laughs> I have a lot to ponder and write about after this call for sure. Awesome. Okay. So I want to make sure, did you have a breakthrough? Well, gosh, so many. Um, I guess what really, one of the big things that really hit me was when you were talking about how you don't know, how you know when somebody isn't your kismet client, and that's what's been happening for me lately, um, is clients and projects were just kind of dropping like flies, and I realized that these were the projects and, and the clients specifically that were just draining my energy and making me really not want to commit to my work, which I actually do love when I'm working with the right people. Um, and it's funny just lately like the universe has just been like nope you're not going to work with them that path you're going to go down you're not going to go down that path we're just going to put a stop to this because <laughs> that's just been my whole lesson right now is is about boundaries and draining in my personal life and it started there and now it's proceeding on into my professional life and so it's really been uh that's really illuminating for you to put that take on it because i've realized to a certain extent why there hasn't been some flow because I've had these clients that are just sappy energy that aren't appreciating me and um, then yeah I go into the cancer mode of I just want to hibernate I don't I don't want to work on these projects even though I really love what I do and I'm really good at it with the right people Absolutely. So just remember that, you know, however you're getting these clients or, you know, this new brand or this new direction that you're going to take, that if you just from an outsider looking in, when you you know show up on Instagram or you show up on Facebook or in your newsletter or however you're like getting people to see you, um, now just remind yourself, I need to show up as Leo. And yes. you do that one change, you know, you really show up as the sun you're, the people are naturally who are like craving that sun will start reaching out to you. And that's kind of the beauty of the, the whole kismic client um, the theory or um, trademark term that I've coined is that we want them to reach out for you. We'll reach out to you when they're ready. It's right. never be like knock, knock, knock. Are you my knock, knock, knock? It's like right. you show up in a specific way and become a mirror for them and you've got them. Mm-hmm. And that's, and that's the projects that I've worked on that I've loved the most have been, they just fall into my lap. I don't, I don't do anything. People just find me. Um, so yeah, there's so much, there's so much more 
of an energy of flow and magnetism with that process, whereas some of these other projects, you know, there hasn't, there hasn't been that ease to the process. And that's really enlightening about you um, saying that I need to show up as Leo because I did not realize <laughs> I can't believe I haven't realized until now that that's how people perceive me. But as soon as you said that, I realized that's absolutely true. Love it. So what's next for you? What's the next stage steps that you're going to take? I know you're going to journal about this, but what do you foresee as that next game plan? Because again, Saturn's going to keep being a thorn in your side unless we get a plan together. Right. Um, well, I'm actually pretty good at plans once I make up my mind, that whole Libra thing. <laughs> um, so I think one of my plans is just going to um, start out thinking a little bit more about these Leo attributes and how I can put them into my marketing a little bit more because that sounds really fun. Yeah. And that sounds a more fun way of approaching it than I have have been lately. Um, so that's, I think that's one, number one is to look at the Leo approach to marketing myself. Um, Beautiful. Yes. Um, and I think that is going to address some of the cancer crab hiding in the shell <laughs> energy <laughs> that's been going on for me because Leo has really wanted to be coming out and roaring with speaking my mind and um, just expressing myself creatively. Um, so, gosh, I'm not sure about a second step. I know that that's a good first step for sure. It's a great first step, you know, and show all parts of yourself. You know, if you want to show, do some Oracle stuff, like I would just start showing all of your creative um, you know, endeavors, like just little things that you're doing, even if it's like making a collage or, you know, making music or whatever it is that you do, just start showing the create creative side of yourself, all of it. Yes. Yes. I think I'm, I'm just, I'm finally beginning just to let myself have that creative expression expression because I kept kind of tamping it down because I thought, no, you need to be devoting all of your energy to your business and attracting more clients. And so I was letting myself have those creative outlets because it wasn't something that was directly making me money. Um, but I think for now, like there's something in me that needs to be born and I need to just see what happens with it. Even if I don't know exactly where it's going to go or how exactly I'm going to make money with it. Mm -hmm. um, but honestly, I do have the marketing background that I think if I really commit to doing something with Oracle cards, I can make it happen. It's just been kind of, I think, giving myself permission. Yeah. Remember, there's no right or wrong yes. you know, decisions, <laughs> but there's decisions, you know, that's really the main point. You're all going to lead you towards your destiny. It's just, you know, whatever that path is going to look like for you is, is, you know, based on those decisions. I'm so excited for you. I'm, you've got some, insights from this reading today. It's an absolute to do this reading for you today. And thank you so much for being a part of the Rising Star Project. Thank you so very much. I think this is just something that is going to keep giving me more and more insights as I delve deeper into this. So I really appreciate this. This has been absolutely amazing. Oh, thank you so much, Karen. 
I hope you've enjoyed this episode and were able to use this mentoring session to answer some of your own questions around your higher calling. If you feel called to step into a bigger role and shape mankind as we know it today, I invite you to check out the Holistic Fashionista Botanica and pick up the Rising Star Ritual Starter Kit, where you'll receive your astrological birth chart and a ritual to help you unlock all the beautiful kits that live inside your soul. You can learn more about the Holistic Fashionista Botanica at www.holisticfashionista.com. I'm Angel Quintana, the founder and business astrologer behind the Holistic Fashionista brand, and I look forward to serving you in another episode of the Rising Star Project real soon.